Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second edition of the Garden State HS Wrestling Podcast, Near Fall. I'm Donald J. Brower. Uh, thank you for tuning into the first one. We got a lot of positive feedback. I know uh, a lot of people were giving me compliments this weekend during uh, District Weekend for how it turned out and just some of the stuff we talked about. So uh, thank you. Special shout out to uh, a few of the Bontville parents who took the time to tweet me and talk to me about how good of a podcast it was. Um, we're going to go into a little bit of the districts, um, talk about our wrestler of the week, which actually for the first time ever in my site is actually a female wrestler, but we'll talk a little bit about that, go into some districts, um, some surprise losses from the districts, um, my region picks, which are going to be online. I'll kind of gloss over them a little bit, um, but they'll be posted by the time this is there on the site. And, um, a couple questions. One thing I want to get right out of the way first, um, a huge apology I talked about last time about including more uh, of Hunterdon and uh, Warren counties made a huge oversight and it bothered me all week and it was no not intentional. Huge congratulations to Hunterdon Central for winning its thousandth uh, match in program history. Only the fifth in the country, third in the state with Roselle Park and Paulsboro. Um, great job this year. I know they wish they had gone farther and gone down, but Huge congratulations to the coaching staff, the, the wrestlers there. And um, it just bothered me personally. I didn't get a chance to say it. And as I was driving home, I was like, no, <laughs> the one thing I forgot to say. Um, so once again, congratulations to them. Um, now, this this weekend was uh, this past weekend was the district. Um, just kind of a recap. I, I know I have the how did I do that I have up on the site. If everybody wants to go in depth and check it out. Um, but some of the districts I had talked about last week, um, District 1, I picked High Point. They actually finished second to St. Joe's Montville, who had some um, really good representation, including two matches. I was actually surprised. We talked about surprise losses. Um, their, their wrestlers beat Devin Leibel at 126 and Billy Talmadge at 138, who finished fifth of the state last year. That was a little shocking to me and kind of opened my eyes. So uh, St. Joe's Montville took one. Pope John took two, like I thought. Kitty Tinney, three. Um, District four. Pascac Valley came out of nowhere took that one, so uh, congratulations to them. Um, five, Mount Olive took that one over West Essex. Um, I almost wonder if uh, some of my fellow writers in the New Jersey Wrestling Writers Association have to look at those rankings again at the end as we had West Essex a little bit ahead, but Mount Olive, a good team. Not only now, but you look at some of the wrestlers they have on that squad going forward, they're going to be solid for the next few years. Um, they're going to be keep replenishing guys from the youth program and um from what i understand they have kids you know as low as uh fourth fifth grade who are actually contributing to that youth program and should come in and um mount olive will actually be who i'll be talking about a little in a few minutes with my wrestler of the week um number six montville great job there seven bergen catholic i think they won advanced 13 and had 12 champions or, or right around that i think they advanced 13 and had um, eight, nine champions. Um, another district eight, Paramus Catholic took that one. I thought Jefferson would have it. Nine, Del Barton, like I thought. Ten, uh, Hanover Park, like I thought. Eleven, Mendham, like I thought. We actually have we'll have an interview I did with uh, Coach Baig, uh, the Mendham head coach. Uh, after that, after they won their second straight district, and a little history for the team with some wrestlers avenging losses and uh, Gage Armijo actually getting his hundredth pin, not his hundredth win his 100th pin for his career. Um, he trails right now, if I remember correctly, Andrew Campolantano, who had 116. Might not get it unless he goes on a pinning streak, um, but he's uh, he's right there. Um, 
Number 12 came down to Warren Hills, West Morris. Warren Hills took it. 13, Peberg. 14 was open. Turns out any of the teams I mentioned weren't one of the teams I thought would win it. It was Cranford. And then 18, 19, 20, Hunterdon Central, DelVal, and North Hunterdon, who, once again, as we talked to Coach Ronco last week, advanced 14 to the regions, which, especially for a public school, is a very rare thing. So congratulations to the program. But uh, we talk about a little bit about Mount Olive. I mentioned my um, – my wrestler of the week, uh, first time ever in the site. Usually I stop the wrestler of the week around districts just because you, the best wrestlers advance and it's hard to kind of split hairs unless somebody opens my eyes. And, and that somebody did open my eyes. Um, Carly Anderson for Mount Olive, who wound up winning region, the North girls region at 135, And she wound up going out there and, and just having an amazing tournament. Um, she wound up pinning in succession the ninth, or excuse me, the ninth seed, the eighth seed, the first seed, the fourth seed, and the third seed to win it, and was actually trailing in the finals, um, six to two, when she got a reversal and hit a mousetrap for the win. And it was funny because I was talking to her the other day, and the reason she started wrestling, she said, and I quote, "I paid attention to the morning announcements, and I heard that girls could wrestle because I didn't realize there was girls wrestling." So she went and tried out for the team, and she was a um, a top-level gymnast on the Mount Olive team and um, used to do it year-round, now still does it a little bit with the club, and I, I guess for, uh, gymnastics for um, girls in the high school is a fall sport, so she still does it for Mount Olive. Um, but her and a teammate came out, and um, they really didn't know anything, but she liked it, and she liked being the aggressiveness, and um, she enjoyed it, and now she's going down, and um, has a chance to put her name on a very historic board because Mount Olive has had some great representation, you know, in states and, and, and just as a program as a whole. Um, and I know she's she's told me that if she wins, it's not so much for her, but she wants to kind of set the um, set the path for, for girls wrestling going forward, as it is only realistically in its second year with a tournament. Um, but just the, just the huge uptick. With, with her and, and other girls who are participating, because I know um, North Huntington has a great squad. I know Warren Hills has a great squad. High Point has an entire team. <laughs> High Point has almost 14, 15 girls itself, and I know that's changed their schedule, how they practice, because sometimes it'll alternate what days because they don't have the biggest room up in High Point, so they'll have uh, different days with the girls. But uh, huge congratulations to her. She's only a junior, um, 24th seed. And like I said, just, you know, to go out there and win and take it one at a time. And she even told me, she goes, the first, only thing I wanted to do when she went out there was not get pinned in the first match. She had lost to uh, the ninth seed, who was a, a North Hunter wrestler. She got pinned in a previous tournament, and it was her only loss and her only pin loss. So she basically didn't want to get pinned and wound up, you know, winning the entire thing. So congratulations to her, um, you know, on that in that situation. Um, that actually leads me into my first question. I know. Uh, we took some questions last week, and uh, everybody loved the new format. Everybody kind of liked what I did and wanted me to add some stuff. So go go to the question because it's a nice segue with the, the Mount Olive. Um, Bill and Butler actually asked me, what do I think of the girls' tournament? I enjoy it. Um, I think it, you always want to kind of give lady, young girls, ladies, the outlet to wrestle if they want to, you know, for years, it used to be they were the one of the smaller girls on the boys' team, and you would always have that debate with, do you want to wrestle a girl? Because if you're a boy, there's really a no-win situation. And I hope I'm not being controversial here. I'm just 
my point of view from when I was there. Um, you don't want to wrestle if you're a boy. You don't want to wrestle a girl because if you beat her, oh, you beat up a girl. If you lose, you lost to a girl. There's no, there's a no-win situation, so you don't want to put yourself in that scenario. So now that they have it where girls can actually wrestle other girls, I think it's great. Um, what I'd like to see more is it seemed to make the tournament last year a little longer. Um, as it, you know, obviously with the finals, you're doubling up um, presentations and awards and such. Um, the only thing I would like to see too is more of a push with it as far as getting those really talented girls in and getting them up to stuff because um, there seems to be a, a gap. Um, and what I mean by that is you have the girls who have been around, done it, you know, maybe maybe had an older brother or they like to do it and they wrestle for years. And then there's girls who are just getting into the sport who are giving you their all, but there's a, there's that kind of middle gap in between. You kind of want to close that so you have the best of the best. But other than that, I think, I think it's, I mean, for the second year, the excitement around it has been huge. And I know there's a lot of um, counties having their own individual tournaments. I know, if I remember correctly, I saw Warren Hills is having a New Jersey, Pennsylvania meet coming up. And I know that was big. I know earlier in the year there was a um, a meet with 100 in Central, North 100 in Warren Hills girls having a, a match. So it, it's growing the sport, Ed, you know. But I, I I have absolutely no problems with it. I know you're, you're going to have some old guys. Oh, girls are – I have no problem with it. I, I, you know, if, if it's improving the sport and it's something that, you know, helps, I love it. And, you know, big, one of the big proponents and, you know, I got to, you get to see how wrestling affects everybody was Ashley Iliff from Newton. Um, I mean, she wrestled and her father was a, a state champion. Now she's taken that role of coaching girls. So, I mean, you look at that and, and you see that. So, you know, she's done a great job, you know, with, with, promoting the sport of wrestling and that's all you want you want it to grow that's in any way if wrestling can grow it's good for everybody so i mean that's you know the big thing and the second question i got is uh paul from paquanic actually asked me how do i feel about the state tournament switching like it did recently from friday to sunday to thursday to saturday um i prefer it it's easier um i know I'm sure a lot of the parents prefer it. They don't like having to pay that Saturday night in Atlantic City bill. That's usually the pricey night down there. It's a good amount of money and the food and such. Um, the the one thing I like about it too is, sure you get out of school a little early. You you miss kind of the end of the week, but you get that day to rest on Sunday. Um, too many kids, especially you know we were talking about High Point or other schools, they're a good two and a half three hours away. So once the finals go and everything happens. You're talking about at 6, 7, 8 o'clock. You know, you get on the road and all the traffic. You're not getting home till 10, 11 o'clock, and you got to school the next day. So the ability, the way to get back there, you know, on Saturday and, you know, to be there and have uh, the chance to kind of recoup. Plus, it's nice that you have everybody down there. It, it's it's just, a, it's just they've done it really well. Um, I was a little skeptical at first because, you know, you have people having to take two actual work days off, but it's, it's gone really well. Um, and, and like I said, you know, they want people to see the Big Ten um, championship of Rutgers. So it's, it's, you're not splitting your audience. It was a smart move. Um, so, you know, it was a great, you know, great move. But great questions, everybody. I, I really enjoyed the questions. I had to narrow them down to those two. But there was a lot of questions this week. So um, if you want for next week or the week after, you want to send me questions, uh, you can send them to admin at morriscountyhswrestling.com or 
you could do, um, you know, you could tweet us um, and, and tweet us on Twitter. I'm at uh, Morris County HSW. Um, now I, I promise this interview. Um, we're talking to Coach Big. This is me talking to him Saturday at uh, District 11, old District 9 for you, some of you uh, long timers at Morristown. And this is what Coach Big and I had to talk about. I'm here with uh, Coach Stephen Big, talking a little bit about this uh, team. Second in a row here at District, just kind of what this man, a little tighter this year too, uh, obviously with some matchups down towards the end, just kind of how it feels to win a district title again. Uh, well, I mean, it was really tight, and pardon me for my voice because it's shot tonight, but um, uh, you know, it's a pleasure and a privilege, obviously, to, to interview with you. Um, it feels nice to win it two times in a row. Last year, it was really tight. It came down to Gage Armijo um, at the 220-pound bout pinning. This year... Like, we came back and tied it, then they went ahead, then we came back and tied it, and then finally solidified it with Josh Herman went beating the Carney kid at heavyweight. Um, and I'm proud of him. Last year, he, he broke three, three bones in his leg uh, in the preseason right after the Morristown scrimmage. And to kind of come back now as a, as a sophomore and to be able to achieve a district title is, uh, is pretty re- a pretty remarkable thing. Um, talking about Gage, talk about just kind of the career you've seen from him because he was sort of more of a uh, football player when he started out, and now... He goes on the run. Um, you know, he's been on getting his 100th pin in the semifinals, his 101st in the finals. Just not only um, him as a wrestler, but just him as an athlete as well. Um, overall, he's a, you know, he's a tremendous athlete. Um, he's wrestled all his life, uh, which obviously it's paying off now. Um, he did just he just committed to Springfield College, so super excited about that for him. It looks like he's going to play football up there. Um, and just the hard work that he's put in over these years. And to be able to have, as a junior, it's the first one in our program to hit 100 wins. He ended last season with 102. I look back and see the kids got 75 pins. I'm like, holy crap, Gage. Like, most people, it, it takes a long time to get to 100 wins, and it's a remarkable thing to have that done. And for him to turn around and get 100 career pins, it's very impressive. Um, I know Andrew Campolitano had 116 to end his career. I don't think that's going to be achieved, but I would say in Morris County, I don't think anybody's come close to Andre. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that's close. Now, Cliff Saylor, if you can get in on this, <laughs> I really think we asked him in counties, but we weren't 100 percent sure. Um, Thanks, Ron. Another another wrestler who kind of made a statement here, uh, Jack Bertha. I know, kind of didn't have the Morris County tournament he wanted. Comes out, you know, gets the big win that he does. You know, comes out and gets that big win over a Dean Sabercore, very tough opponent. Um, it's kind of. What you got his mind going, because obviously when people hit the MCT and they don't get the result they want, sometimes they can shut down, and he seems to be picking it up. Yeah, well, I, um, he was a little pissed after the MCT. It wasn't exactly the tournament he wanted to have. He was second as a sophomore. He comes in, he loses the, to a very talented Joe Davi from Del Barton, um, no doubt about it. But he kind of froze in that match a little bit, and it took away a chance to wrestle Dean at the county tournament, which he really wanted, because he wanted to redeem that, that uh, region final from last year. So... Um, him just coming back and, and beating Dean, and it seemed to be pretty handy, um, was excellent. And obviously, that's not probably not going to be the last time they see each other. You know, we're going up to Region 3, and that match will probably happen again. So we just got to keep pace with them and, and do what we did up here. Now you guys got a, a lot through. Some seniors, obviously, you know, didn't make it. Just some young guys you have. Um, just talk about what you tell those kids, because obviously now it's more of an individual sport. Just kind of what you do to, to tell those kids who have helped the program that haven't been able to advance, but now you get to, you know, get everybody going along. Yeah, I've told the kids all along, it doesn't matter who you are in the room. We're, we're one family, and I know a lot of programs say that, but I really take it to heart. Um, it's every kid in that room is the reason why we won a district championship today. 
it's not it's not the 14 guys that came out here to wrestle. It's the 41 guys that we had in the program that every day come in to push themselves. Um, for district week, I kind of set it up a little special, which really includes the guys who aren't here competing on on uh, Saturday. Um, we set up like a super sharp bait group. We have a gauntlet in the room the second day, and like the, the guys who are competing today have to defeat all the guys who weren't competing to make it through and then beat the coaching staff, which, by the way, none of them did. I want to point that out. I actually, uh, Andrew Bryan could not take me down, which solidified that. And then every, so I do something different every day that really includes everybody in the room to get our guys ready for this week. And I think it paid off. Um, it was nice winning that, that championship again, so. And finally, talk about, I know, we, you know, but previously you, you've won Coaches of the Year, stuff like that. Talk about the Assistant Coach of the Year and, and, and him winning that and just kind of what it means for the program, and, and you especially, because I know you're super close to him. Yeah, I mean, uh, bringing, bringing Coach O'Brien on staff, OB, um, was something that I was just, I was so happy and, and proud to be able to do, to have somebody with his knowledge and background to be sitting next to us and in the room every day. That helped our program. As soon as he came on staff, that's when we won a state sectional title. Um, not going to give you all the credit, OB, but you know he definitely contributed to, to our success. And uh, you know he moved out of Mendham and he's commuting from Spring Lake uh, this entire season. You know even today he came up from Spring Break. You need a coffee? He goes grabs me a coffee, and he's just an overall great guy. Um, he's dedicated his life to the sport of wrestling. Um, he started coaching, I believe, in 1968, 52 years ago. Um, and to put the kind of effort he's put in. And he's a journeyman, um, but not in a bad way. You know, 12 years as a head coach at Fort Lee. He was head coach at um, Fairlawn, head coach at Wayne Hills, head coach at Wayne Valley. Um, he put in assistant time at um, DePaul, and he was eight years at Paquanic before we were blessed to have him on our staff for the last four years. So we're really going to miss him. I wish I could keep him, but I, I understand why he, he can't continue on. That, that commute's killer. Completely understandable. Thank you for your time, Coach. Go enjoy this, and I'm sure I'll be talking yeah. to you and some Mendham wrestlers the rest of the season. I will, too. And, and one last thing, just proud of all the guys. It's not just the guys that made it to the finals. A kid like Cameron Vasquez also being able to come in, and he didn't have the starting spot, and Cole Clanky was hurting. And to give it up to him and comes into this tournament and pins two guys to make his way out, I'm impressed with just everybody up and down. So thank, thank you so you. much, Coach. Thank you. And we're back. Um, Thank you, Coach Big, for taking the time. I know, as you heard, his voice was a little hoarse there uh, <laughs> from Chiridot. He had a lot of wrestlers and representation. Um, one thing I kind of wanted to do, uh, you know, as we wrap up this episode, a um, couple things I had mentioned I wanted to do heading in. Um, I want I want to start debates, healthy debates, and see what we could do. So as I cover more of Sussex County and Warren Counties, I wanted, I've talked about doing the Mount Rushmore, so I'm going to give you guys – um, four schools, one in each county. You send me your Mount Rushmore and, you know, the best ones, I'll read it, you know, on the next podcast. Um, for, just for, you know, history's sake, for Morris County, we're going to go with Del Barton. I want to see who you guys think will be the four, you know, the four on Mount Rushmore. And it can be flexible. If you want to throw a fifth in there, if you think or you can't debate, if you make a good point, I'll, I'll listen to a fifth one. Um, Hundred and Central, Warren Hills, and I'm going to throw an oldie at you. They haven't had a champion in a while, but they're one of the best programs, Newton. So that's going to be the tough one. Um, but Mount, we're going to see the Mount Rushmore. Send them in. Um, we'll talk about that. And um, on a final note, I, I wanted to say something. I know a lot of people, um, you know, there were a lot of wrestlers. We, we talked about how many started this week and aren't going to be wrestling anymore after this for the seniors. Um, I kind of want to give you guys a message. Don't let this define you. Um, if you guys went out there and wrestled a great match and something happens, it happens. Losses happen. 
Um, don't let it affect your career. I know it's hard to say a week after because it's the last taste of your mouth, but look back and enjoy your career. If you went out there and you gave it your all and you, you know, you busted your ass and you went out there and you made the weights and you made the drives and you got in the early mornings, you know, get up, you know, this week, next week, take, surprise your parents, take them out to breakfast because your parents are the ones who, when you were younger, were running you around and bringing you to these matches and driving you there and helping you get to where, you know, you want it to be in this sport. And if you want to continue in college, that's fine. If this is it for you, just understand that, you know, you gave it your all, you know, you may not be wrestling for a state championship, but know that you were noticed and know that people are always going to, you know, remember the things you did in your program and know that the local people are especially going to, you know, remember what you did and, and feel proud about what you did on the mat. Cause it takes a special person, you know, to go out there. Cause in football and other sports, it's, you could go out there and be a part of a team and hide for you to be a wrestler and go out there one-on-one and basically have the nerve to go out there and go through the grind and, and, you know, go through the practices and such and to be there. Uh, you, you get my respect for that just for going out there. So um, I want to, you know, thank you seniors who, you know, have been, I've been covering for your all four years and who are moving on. Um, you know, please don't take anything that happened as the be all end all, you know, that's how it happens. It advances. And, you know, like I said, you guys did a great job and you should be proud of what you did. But once again, another, another great podcast more, like I said, you want to send in some questions, admin at Morris County HS wrestling. I'm on Twitter at, at Morris County HSW. Um, another little surprise. If you guys want, we are actually in talks with a couple counties of expanding the coverage in the next year or so. So, the cover the I, the counties that we we're actually speaking with, with the coaches association surround the counties I cover. So if you want your county covered the way we do for the other ones, please send us some messages and let us know and point us in the right direction because we want to make this as big as we can. So uh, you know my region stuff will be up. It, it's up there now. Uh, most likely it'll be when this is posted. And if you guys got anything, any feedback, please like I said, reach out to me. But Enjoy wrestling this weekend, and uh, we'll be back next week as we get re- next week as we get ready for states. Donald J. Brower, I'll talk to you later.